for yet another episode of Tuesday with Tamika. Geez, this thing has really been rocking and rolling. And I I just, I know myself and P, we are just like ecstatic at the amount of listener support that we've been getting. You guys are writing in, sending in your listener letters. Um, We have a constant um, viewership. And so we're just grateful. Like we are completely grateful. And those of you that know that listen to that very first episode of comparison, me being me, I broke down and I started crying. And I was just telling you guys that this was something, this was really like a baby. And now I feel like we're in, you know, we're moving. Our baby is starting to crawl and our baby has yeah. some movement. And it's just, it's it's overwhelming. And I, I'm not going to cry, <laughs> but it's just <laughs> overwhelming with the amount of support and the amount of, you know, people that believe in you. And, you know, something that God has really been pressing on my heart is he honors movement. So I yeah. don't know who needs to hear this, but if you have an idea, if you have um, a product, if you have something that you want to do, stop sitting on it. You know, we we are complaining because we are in this quarantine. I I hear people complaining about it, but use this as ample opportunity to listen to the voice of God and to really like do that thing that you feel like you are called to do. Um, it's, It's no longer time to make excuses and to sit on your gifts and your callings, but take action. God honors it. No matter how uh, you feel like you may not be prepared. I know P probably hates this about me, but I'm a go. I just go. I go and I do. She's way, she's way more organized and structured, which is why I got her on my team. And we all need people like that. You know, we need people that are on our team that keep us in line. Uh, but, you know, that was just on my heart to share. So I had to get that out. Uh, today, we have an amazing, amazing quote that I wanted to share, and we got another dope interview, which I'm so excited. Super, yes, super excited about. So today's quote, I truly believe that it's going to, it, it just correlates with our guest because she is definitely a beautiful butterfly. So I'm going to go ahead and read the quote of the day. And remember, these quotes that we are dropping, I want you guys to hashtag Tuesday with Tamika podcast, share them on your story, share them on your Facebook page, share them on your Instagram. I don't know if anybody do Facebook no more. My kids tell me that's for the old folks. Our age group. Yes. If you in our age group, with <laughs> go ahead and share, you know, share these quotes, send your aha moments. We want to know how this podcast is resonating with you. What are you getting out of it? We see you guys are listening, but this is what I know for sure. Applied knowledge is when we start to grow. It's when we start to transform. So today's quote is by the one and only Maya Angelou. And it says, we delight in the beauty of the butterfly 
but we rarely admit the changes it had to go through to achieve that beauty. Wow. Mm. Right? Like that is such a powerful quote because we all love, especially right now, you know, it's springtime, the butterflies are coming out and we see them and we see their glory, but we forget that that butterfly was once an ugly little caterpillar. I don't know about y'all, but I don't like caterpillars. They ugly, you know? <laughs> and then on top, of all of, <laughs> on top of all of that, it has to go through the cocoon stage and cocoons um, are some, ah, here we go. God is dropping it down in my spirit. When we're it's in the cocoon, it's isolated. It's by itself. It's all alone. Nobody yeah. wants to go through that process. But in order for you to achieve the beauty of who you truly are, in order for you to transform into what God has called you to be, sometimes you got, not sometimes, all the time, you yeah. got to go through that cocoon process. You got to go through that transformation process. So I want that to sit in your soul. I want you to know if you're sitting idle, if you feel like you're all alone, if you feel like you're not getting invited to the parties, you're not getting invited, you know, you ain't getting the, uh, the friend, the friend request on Facebook and Instagram, if you feel like maybe it's because you're in that transformation mm -hmm. moment, I could tell you guys for sure, for my IG followers, I sat on the same number of followers and friends for about two years. And it wasn't until I was ready, until I started that cocoon process that God started to show my beauty to other people. Sometimes, you know, we love to talk about our haters and we love to talk about how people ain't putting no respect on our name and they not seeing us and they're not doing that. But what if it's us that need to go through that cocoon process? P, what you got to add to that? I know you got some jewels to drop <laughs> on with that. Well, just to piggyback on what you were saying, like not only does a caterpillar go into the cocoon and, and it, and experiences this transformation it's actually like an asset that it like it eats itself alive so mm. it breaks itself down to nothing but goo and i only know this because i done did like the butterfly experiment i don't know how many times as a teacher uh, but and so it's really it's destroyed in the process of becoming a butterfly it destroys itself and so a lot of the times when you're in that deep, dark, hurting place and you feel destroyed, you don't think or realize that you are actually in a cocoon and you are going to be resurrecting more beautiful, stronger than ever before. Because it doesn't feel that way. When you when your your insides of your body is like eating yourself alive like this caterpillar has to go go through. It doesn't feel good or great. But just think, you know, anybody that has ever been successful at any point has to go through some highs and lows. And Absolutely. Rare to get there. But it's always worth it. The beauty of the struggle is always worth it. And then you can have the opportunity to do like we do here on Tuesday with Tamika and not say, hey, look at me. Let me impress you with, you know, how I got here. But let me inspire you to know that even in that cocoon, when you feel like nothing, when you are just goo and you have been destroyed, there is an other side where you will become a butterfly. So that's all Goodness. That is so good. Pee-pee coming with it. Yes. I, try. I, try. I love it. I love it. See that that balance. You know, I just want to preach to y'all and I just want to, I'm all hype and passionate, but she breaks it down. <laughs> she tells us the real. I love it. I love it. So today's guest, 
Oh, I know. I already know because I know this sister personally and I know she probably bubbling in her spirit with just so much wisdom and so much information because this this quote actually, I don't know if she's ever heard it before, but it correlates with a, pro- a project that she did. So, hey, sis, you got a minute? 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 I definitely got Hey, let me formally introduce to some and present to others. You know, she kind of already social media famous, well, at least in my eyes. (laughs) Let me introduce to some and introduce to others, Dr. Sania Mayo. She is a licensed marriage and family therapist. I mean, she is a woman of so many traits. She is an author. She is a, a coach. She is a woman empowerment leader. She is truly leading the conversations and uh, women empowerment. And she's just an all around dope human being. I love her. She's a, a good friend of mine. And I am just excited to introduce her to the Tuesday with Tamika podcast. Just tell them a little bit more about yourself. Yes. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not Instagram famous as Tamika was saying. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's so many things and it's a hard answer to be honest and just being completely transparent with you. When people ask that question, I really don't know how to answer it. But so many times we put ourselves in boxes and there's so many different things that I can do, want to do, and am doing am going to do. So the only thing I can say, I'm a CEO, author, speaker, um, and pretty much the stuff Tamika said, and, and there's a lot more I want to do. I want to do movies. Um, I'm a writer. So there's no, there's no, there's no limits to what God has put in me to do. And I think many times we put limits on ourselves because of doubt and unbelief. But if you have a talent, no one said you have to do one thing. You could do whatever your heart desires to do. Yes, that's, that's yes. so very true, Sunia. And I know for a fact, you know, how I was saying that God honors movement that's something that you definitely um, live by. I know you are a thinker, so you like to be in your head. But when God drops down a project or an idea, you are definitely one to execute. So tell us a little bit more about the things that you have been able to pr- produce and maybe even in your cocoon moment. So many times we I, w- I was listening to the process and, and what you guys were saying, and it, it actually was great because I was thinking about you know, she broke down the the whole transition of a butterfly. You broke it down. And actually that's the name, the title of one of my books, Transition of a Butterfly. But I was also thinking as you guys were speaking, like how many times do we go back into the cocoon? Because (laughs) for the last two years, I've been in the cocoon. God sent me back. Um, Before I was doing, putting out video after video after video after video for two years, God had me completely silent. And I couldn't do anything. I couldn't move. And the whole time that I was in there, he had me working on stuff that was behind the scenes. And so Mm. many times we think, you know, we've made it. But there's so many different stages of life where this stage you might be here. And then there's another elevation of another stage that you have to get. You think of it like school. So you go to kindergarten through sixth grade, you graduate, right? Then you go through this transition of being in middle school. And then there's a whole other graduation. Then there's high school. Then there's college. Then there's grad school. And so God had me back in the cocoon. And so for two years, I was like, what is going on? Nothing's happening. And um, July 1st, I opened up my counseling center. I will be hiring therapists. 
And so I had to go back into the cocoon to prepare for this. And as Tamika said, like, I am one to get quiet. I analyze. And when God tells me to do something, I don't think I just move. And so he had me there to push out this next project. And the thing about God is um, you can't be fearful. You have to walk in boldness Mm -hmm. because many times he's going to give you a vision and it doesn't make sense. Um, You don't know how you're going to do it. You don't know how you're going to get there. But if you be um, diligent and be obedient, he will see it through. So I just closed yesterday on my office space, um, five offices. It has a reception area, really nice. And so it's going to be Mm -hmm. simple solution psychotherapy. And the reason why I came up with simple solutions is because everything is so simple. You plant a seed, you Mm -hmm. water it, it grows. We make life complicated. Yes. Gosh, that's so good. And congratulations. Like that is a major, major milestone. Um, Gosh, I'm so proud of you. And I'm so honored to be, to have been able to watch on the sidelines as God continues to put you through that cocoon process. And, and every time, you know, sometimes I don't know the hard facts, but I could imagine there are a lot of uh, caterpillars that go into that cocoon stage and they don't make it out. So congratulations on making it out of that cocoon process each time. So, Samia, I wanted to talk to you about, I know, um, and, and maybe first you want to just kind of share with us uh, the women, uh, the uh, the gossip uh, network that you have, Girls Talk Women. Uh, <laughs> girls I'm Gossip. It all up. <laughs> so it's Girls Gossip and Women Network, and that's okay. It's not about age, it's mindset. And so you could be a 30-year-old mm-hmm. woman and still have a little girl's mentality. And so... That actually started with my husband just threw a name out there and he he was he was telling me ideas for a t-shirt. And when I heard, I was like, that's kind of catchy. And so then I just kind of yeah. made a, a video, then it turned into um me selling t-shirts, then it uh turned into me doing workshops, and then it eventually turned to me um creating a mental health curriculum for girls that I actually have in the schools right now for a mental health program. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's that's dope. That's so amazing. So with that uh, network, I know that you have probably yourself um, uh, have had to overcome a lot of stuff. He, I don't know if you know this, but she a Pomona girl like us. Yes. So I don't know if um, how or when do you feel like because I just hear all this stuff that you're saying that you're doing and you know, when you're when you are around or when you surround yourself with go getters and women that are on the same like frequency as you, it's mm-hmm. nothing. You know, we just all promote one another and we all lift each other up. But I'm pretty sure you've had to um, probably cocoon out of some circles where people would look at you and say, "Oh, she thinks she all that," or she thinks, absolutely. "Oh, here she go again." Talk to us a little bit about absolutely. that. Absolutely, absolutely. So. I'm big on cycles and I'm going to throw my other book out there, identifying and breaking the cycles. One of the things that I've learned is we grow up in, we're not always given the correct tools of what a healthy functional self or relationship or person looks like. And so many times Mm -hmm. we get stuck in dysfunction and, you know, we normalize things that are not okay. And so when we see someone doing better, because instead of congratulating them, it's an internal issue. It's an internal issue of, if why is everything happening for them and not for me? And so people mm-hmm. don't understand that it's not about the person and what they're doing. It's, it's your own insecurities that's keeping you from doing exactly what you should be doing. So we look yeah. at other people and say, well, why them? But it could be you too, 
as long as you stay in your lane and you do what uh, God is calling you to do. And so I've absolutely had to change people around me, even family members, because yeah. many times, and I had, I had to understand, because I remember many years ago, I was like, oh, they don't support and I get mad. But then I had to look at it from a different perspective, because sometimes we personalize things from the other perspective, too. And so I had to yeah. understand that it's not about me. Their issue is not about being jealous of me or envying me. It's really an inner issue because they don't believe they can do it and they don't see how they can do it. So instead of thinking, let me work on me, the first thing they do is deflect. And so now they're mad at you. And so I had to understand it's not really about me. It's about them. But yeah, absolutely. I had to change some circles. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, that. I know all about that, you know, and there's a really, really good book um, and it's called The Four Agreements. And one of the agreements in there is not to personalize anything, you know, that another person does because off, not oftentimes, but I think all the time uh, when people are feeling some type of way, it's, it's within themselves. It's something mm-hmm, that they're, yeah. you know, a personal struggle that they're going through. So Sania, how, what, what, what does your circle look like? And like, like me. <laughs> yeah, so tell me about that. Like, tell me, you know, because I believe, you know, when, when we are the way that, you know, women that are go-getters, women that are, you know, um, we're, we're always thinking ahead and we're, we're you know, we're, we're uh, champions, you know, we're always out to go do more. Um, we also need um, a power, you know, the, our phone charger, which gives our phone electricity and, and power, mm-hmm. it needs that outlet. So yeah. who would you say is your outlet? And you don't have to give names, but what does that outlet look like for you? My outlet, my circle looks like, and, and when I said me, I wasn't even being arrogant or funny. I really believe this. Um, usually when I meet people and I see, because family, we hang out with family by default. I say this all the time. I can't preach it enough. We don't choose mm-hmm. our family. So you may have a mm-hmm. raggedy family per se, or, you know, family mm-hmm. members that are not up to par. Maybe you don't have things in common with them, but you will still connect with that family member just on the blood ties because you love them. Now, our friends, our friends are, are handpicked. We actually pick yeah. those friends. And so usually when I see a circle, because I always say this, and I believe this, your friends are a reflection of you because if they weren't, if you didn't have anything in common with them, you wouldn't hang out with them. And so mm-hmm. usually when you see a group of friends, they are like-minded. They have many things in common. And so when I say my mm-hmm. circle looks like me, it's true. They're business owners. First and foremost, put the business aside. They're God-fearing women. I can yeah. call anyone yeah. in my network and we could pray together. We could talk about God. We could break down scripture. So that's, that's huge before anything else. Before we even get to business, before we get to positivity, I want to know that I can connect with you on a spiritual level. Because there's days I may need prayer. You know, I mean, if you come and say, let's get this business started, that's great. But I need to know what God is saying before I make any moves. So that's first Mm -hmm. and foremost. You know, my circle looks, they're spiritual, um, they're business owners, they're go-getters. We're not victims. We don't believe in no. We don't believe in stop. We believe in just keep going until God tells you to stop. Wow. That is so important. Like just to have a powerful group of women around you is something that is just so powerful and so just kind of enduring because it really helps you kind of figure out like like who you are in a sense and whether or not you should change that or whether or not that's good for you do you do you think 
uh, Sunia, that uh, a woman actually progresses uh, from a girl to to a woman, that she will always have that same group of friends? Or do you think that is subject to Absolutely change? not. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Because as you grow, because think of it like this. When you're a girl, you think on a little girl's level. You think you have a little girl's mentality. There are many times, unless those women grow with you, that you outgrow people. And it's no mm-hmm. disrespect. It's not to say that you're above them or beneath them. It's just we don't have anything in common. And so many times people go their separate, uh, separate ways. It's not because they don't like them anymore. But for me, um, many years ago, and I tell this story because I used to feel like I had to um, dumb myself down. Not to say that they were dumb, but the conversations weren't thought-provoking to me. It was like, you know, reality mm-hmm. shows and, and stuff that I wasn't really interested in you know, gossiping and stuff like that. And, you know, my biggest, people will tell you around me that I like to talk about God and I could talk about God day in and day out. Not that Mm -hmm. I am a Bible thumper, but, you know, I know those are the things or God is the substance of who I am and how I got to where I'm at. And so, you know, positivity and I like ideas. I like brainstorming. So these are the things I like to talk about and it may bore someone else, you know, and, and that's okay. That may not be their thing. But of course, you mm-hmm. you know, your your circle changes because if you're the same person, my dad is always giving this analogy and it makes so much sense to me. Because I remember when I was a baby Christian, I used to get irritated with people that was in the church for 20 years. And I'm like, look how they're acting. This, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> and so he would always uh-huh. tell me, just like a baby, a baby is born, a baby crawls, then they walk, then they run. If you're still the same person you were five, 10 years ago or last year, something's wrong. Because if a baby didn't get up and walk, we would say the baby was disabled. So if you were still in the same place five from five, 10 years ago, high school, you are mentally disabled. Something is wrong. So you should be continually growing. I make it a point every year to grow and change something, to be a better me, better wife, better sister, better person, better mother, something better about myself. Because if you're not growing, you're stuck. And anything that is stuck that doesn't grow, it eventually dies. Wow. Yeah. Yep. That man, you, you talking good, sis. You are talking good. So I, I have two like kind of questions and I could repeat them later because I, they probably have a, a, a little bit of depth for you to go into. So the first question is, what would you say to a woman? Or I, I really think that this is a girl that would say no matter, like you said, no matter of age, but this is something that a girl would say that says things like, I don't do females or I don't do girls. That's I, you know, I, I, Talk about that. Tell me a little bit more about that. Go deep into that. Tamika, you know, just like I know, and P, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you know, that's completely an insecurity. Because one of the things I know, too, we attract who we are, right? And so yes. many times we're looking at other people, but in reality, it's a reflection of you. Something about them uh, yeah. is, is a reflection of you. Because when you say I don't do girls, I never even met 50% of the girls or 25% of the girls in the world or women to even make that statement. I haven't met right. you, you know what I'm saying? So to say, I don't do women or I don't do girls is definitely something that comes from a little girl because you haven't met even 20% of the women in the world to say, I don't like girls. Is it that you don't like them or is it a representation of something within you that reminds you of you or your past or your experience that bothers you? Because let's be realistic. People say women are the same men. I don't believe that every individual is different. We can all be a group mm-hmm. of women and have total different personalities. Just like I always tell people, this is why I'm not intimidated to uh, promote other women or people that are in the same field. Is 
Because we could all be speakers, but we could speak to a total different audience. We could speak totally different. Our reach is completely different. And so when you say you don't do women or you don't do girls, they're not even the same. They're not the same. So it's definitely a statement from a little girl. A little girl with her own issues and insecurities that she needs to tap into and be healed from. For sure. You know, and I, to be completely transparent, you know, it's been, thank God that I've been delivered and I have grown because me and Sania have, with other amazing women, we have put on, we have done things together and, you know, to really reach, you know, more women. So I don't have that mindset at all. But I remember that there was a a point in my life where I did have that mindset and it definitely came from a place of insecurity. You know, it came from me. Really, I feel like not living my purpose and me not being all that I could be. So my follow up question to you is how did you first of all, have did you ever make those type of statements? Were you ever in that space? And how did you overcome that to become the powerful woman that you are today? I'm not going to say necessarily specifically with women. I would say with people, I had trust issues. And so my defense was because I had been betrayed so many different times by people, because I'm a loyal person. If I'm loyal, if we rock, Mm -hmm. we rock. I got your back. And so Mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily women, but I would say the way I dealt with people, I kept them at arm's distance, arm's length. And so it was a defense mechanism because you couldn't get close to me. And this is the same thing when women are say they don't do other women. It's a defense mechanism because something happened that they got hurt by. So now it's like, I'm not going to let you close to me because I don't want to deal with that again. And so the way I mm-hmm. overcame that, I had to be honest with myself and self-reflect and say, what happened to you that you're keeping these people at you know arm's length? Because the reality of it is why we are so hard trying to keep people out you may be keeping all the right people out. And so God had to deal with me on that is basically everyone is not the same. And by you keeping everybody at arm's length, you may be missing out on your blessing because that may be the very person that comes in that needs to touch you and touch your life. And I had to learn that that everyone is not the same. And just because this happened to me with someone over here does not mean that this person right here is going to do the same thing. And that's when I started to really watch people's actions. Because I'm a firm believer, because in every situation, I knew the person was who they were. And the crazy thing Mm -hmm. is we assume because they did it to them, but they'll never do it to me. And so my model, model, model in life became where I watch people, how they treat other people. And I'm a firm believer. If Mm -hmm. you would do it to them, you would do it to me. And so I watch your actions and that's how I interact with you. Not based on my past, but based on your character. Yeah, that that I could definitely vouch for that. You are a watcher of people. (laughs) And I I love that. And that's something that I've learned from you, because I've always been kind of like, okay, you know, I I live by I trust people until they um, show me not to trust them. But I've learned like, you know, watch people's action. God has given us I, I was listening to a message today, where they were saying, you know, we pray for the gifts of the spirits, and we want this, we want that. But if we don't, if we understand that if once we saved and we are filled with God's spirit, that God is automatically going to give us that. So we should always be walking in discernment. Mm-hmm. We should always be, you know, we should be walking in these things um, because we God is in us. God know who we are, right? God know which each mm-hmm. and every one of us, our flaws, our positive, you know, he knows everything about us. So because he dwells in us, and if you're truly 
in tune with God, you're going to be able to pick that up on a person. And, and, you know, we, yes, you give people the benefit of the doubt, but not to the point to where you let them in to hurt mm-hmm. you. Cause now that's, that's foolishness. You walking in foolishness now. Right. Mm-hmm. So that leads us into our next segment, which is our listener letter. And Sydney, if you have the time, I definitely want you to help us with this listener letter. I know it's going to be some wisdom that you're able to give um, our listener. Are you able, are you down? You I'm down. down. I'm down. down. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. All right. So as you all know, um, if you have questions, if you have comments, if you want us to answer any letter that you send to us, all you have to do is email us at TuesdayWithTamika at gmail.com. We always leave you anonymous, so we'll give you a pseudo name. You don't have to worry about being um, on blast, but the Tuesday with Tamika audience is dope. A lot of them write in and be like, you can tell us your name, our name. know that they're they're trying to be free you know they want to be free they're not worried about you know people knowing or whatever so this listener letter comes from i'm we're going to call her Didi, and she um she simply writes in that she is always the friend that everybody pulls from Mm. and whenever she's down she feels like there's nobody for her to go to how does she set um, boundaries to where she's not giving more than she's receiving in relationships. So, Sania, I'm gonna let you go, and then P go, and then I'll uh, give whatever. I know y'all gonna kill it, so it's probably not more that I gotta bring to that. <laughs> so there, there's many ways, or I'll just give the perspectives that I have. Is that usually when you're a helper, because that was me for many years, is that you because you're you're such a giver and you want to help people that you're giving, giving, giving. But I had to realize, too, that I wasn't, I didn't have friends. I I had clients. I was their therapist. That's one thing. And then um, the second thing is I also had to self-reflect because, remember, the things we do, we teach people how to treat us based on what we accept. And sometimes as a helper, it's not based on they're pulling for me. I had to realize within myself that I like to help at one point in my life, because I like to, I, I had to, I love the feeling of being needed. And so you mm-hmm. have to look at it from both perspectives, because they're not just pulling on you and you're letting them. There's something that you've done over time to make them believe this was okay. So you have to self-reflect yeah. because many times we want to point the finger at the other people, but it's not about the other people because it wouldn't even be happening. if It wasn't something within us that was saying this was okay. Yes, definitely. What you got to add to that? I mean, just to piggyback on that, like when we were talking earlier about, you know, girls that say they don't see females, a lot of those times I notice those girls that don't see females have a lot of male friends that don't necessarily um, treat them any better. You know what I mean? And so like, I'm curious to why you know, we we pick our flavor of poison a lot of times. Mm. And we drink this poison over and over, knowing that it is no good for us, but we're used to it, almost immune. So even though it's killing us slightly, we seek it out over and over and over. And a lot of the times, what can heal us, talking about those insecurities, I know I if I needed to work through an insecurity, the way that I did that best is through sisterhood. It's through women that can uplift me up 
that can connect with me, that can show empathy with me and sympathy with me. And so a lot of the times we kind of negate what we need and then we blame, you know, the dysfunction on everybody else versus looking inward. Like I know one of the biggest things that I did for my life is take the time to look why, like why am I always breaking up with my boyfriend after, you know, <laughs> amount of time or my husband or whatever. Like what is it about me that is failing in relationships what am i not seeing why am i dating the same type of guy what am i what poison am i just used to and so i hope that our listeners take this moment just to know that you do everything for a reason sometimes we we develop toxic traits sometimes we develop really great traits like it's it really just a journey of really knowing yourself and knowing why you do this or why you do that because you can't control anybody. People are going to do what they're going to do. You can't control what people do, but you can control yourself. And so just focus on that. Control yourself. Learn what you're doing wrong. Surround yourself with people that can uplift you. Figure out why you're surrounding yourself with the people that you are surrounding yourself with. Because at the end of the day, it comes full circle back to oneself. Man, so. that's that's so good. I. Didi, there's not much that I can add to this. Uh, the ladies have really given you a wealth of knowledge. Um, the only thing I would add is, as Sania said earlier, um, we're not victims. And if you, I know you listening to this podcast, I know it's because you too are not a victim. People yeah. are not attract people that are attracted to me. They they know that they can't do the victim stuff because. I, I, you know, I've overcome and continue to overcome daily and I, I never wear the things that happen. And, and I, I posted earlier on my uh, social media, things don't happen to us, but they happen for us. Mm -hmm. So use this as an opportunity to, as he said, look inside of yourself. And as Sania said, people can only treat you the way that you allow. So you need to figure that out that we, we all have people that are energy drainers and energy givers. If yeah. you don't want people to drain your energy, it is up to you to unplug. Yes, Only yes. you can unplug from that. So you have to be willing to unplug. So I hope, Didi, that you take this information and that you really do some self-reflecting, you know, and, and it may be pruning season. You know, it mm -hmm. may be time for you to cut people out of your life and that's okay. And you don't got to be nasty about it. You don't have to show no shade. You don't have to do any of that. As another thing that Sania said, and we're going to give her the opportunity in our next segment to really talk about her books and um, her, her book, the, the Breaking the Cycles. People come in our life as cycles. And sometimes people come in our life to show us us. And you, it may be, maybe that cycle runs out. Imagine if you had a washing machine and it, you just kept it on the spin cycle. The clothes ain't never going to get clean. Yeah. It has to go through the wash cycle. It has to go through the rinse cycle and then the spin cycle. And then you take them out and you, you know, put them in the dryer. So maybe the cycle is done for those friendships and you have to be the one to unplug and to have healthy friendships. So I hope that helps, Didi. Um, I know you can always reach out to us at TuesdayWithTamika.com. You could find us on uh, TuesdayWithTamika at gmail.com. You could also follow our Instagram page to get more inspiration. Um, you could follow me at uh, Tamika underscore Thomas. Um, and then you can also follow PP. You got your stuff ready. Are you? Yes, I got my. <laughs> so you can follow me on IG at 
put in P-U-D-D-I-N underscore P-F. Check me out. Yes, and P, if, if y'all if y'all ain't figured it out yet, she like the residential auntie. She gonna, you know, she gonna get you right. She gonna get you right. So, um, and, and and Sania, she's gonna be, she's gonna give you guys the opportunity to tell you guys where you could follow her. And we're also gonna put all her information in the show notes. So, P, lead us into our next segment. So, this segment is one of my favorite segments because we here at Tuesday and Tamika, we love to connect, especially with other powerful, wonderful women. So. Sunia, please tell us, you opened a little bit when, when we first started speaking about your practice that you just opened and all of your books. So this is just your time to shine. Go ahead. Do not hold back. Go ahead and shine bright like a diamond and tell us how cool you are. We want to hear about it. <laughs> okay. I was going to start singing, but that's a gift I didn't get. <laughs> shine bright like a diamond by Rihanna. But yeah, I don't, I don't have that gifting. Um, no, so I'm going to open up, um, a simple solution, psychotherapy and Rancho Cucamonga. That'll be open in July. Um, my practice. Um, so I got that going on. I'm currently in private practice. If anyone that wants to basically come see me as a client, you are welcome to do so. Um, I take IEHP, Molina and Kaiser and cash pay. So, you know, if you need a therapist, I'm there for that. I also have my books. Well, all social medias, you can follow me at Mrs. Long. So take notes. <laughs> Sania Mayo. It's S is in Sam, A is in Apple, N is in Nancy, I is in Igloo, Y is in Yellow, Y is in Yellow, A is in Apple, H is in Henry, M is in Mary, A is in Apple, Y is in Yellow, O is in Octopus. On all social media platforms, my books is Transition of a Butterfly, um, Identifying and Breaking the Cycle. And my latest book that I'm going to release within the next month or two is Relationship Goals, a Healthy Blueprint, uh, a Blueprint for a Healthy Relationship. Yes! Awesome! How exciting! So, Sunia, um, tell us, because how... That's dope, man. She's so dope. And you guys don't trip. We're going to put all her information in the show notes. We're going to tag her. So you guys will easily be able to find her. Uh, if you're looking for a therapist, trust me, I've sent people her way. I've, I've asked her about her private practice and she is ethical. She She's dope. She's a really dope therapist. But Sania, this, this uh, relationship goes, the blueprint to a healthy relationship. Tell us, a little personal uh, thing about you because people are probably like who she thinks she is that she can <laughs> write a book like this. So tell us what certifies you to write that. Cause I love it. I love your story about you and your husband. So what, what certifies me is I'm, I'm a firm believer of book smarts, right? I'm a firm believer of book smarts, but do not get mad at me. Cause I believe life is the best teacher. Life can teach you things that a book can never um, you know, book is theory, life is application because you have to apply it. But um, I've been with my husband, we've been married for 21 years, you know, and wow. so it, it, I'm wow. not just talking what, you know, just talking to talk. I'm actually walking to walk. So I'm pretty, pretty familiar with relationships and, you know, um, how things, you know, communication is key. And so this book actually was inspired because I was asked to speak at a men's healing retreat a year ago. Mm. And mm. I love the content so much that I turned into a book. And so God gave me this stages when I was talking to them. It was like um, the application, uh, 
is when we first put in the application for a business, you know, that is the catfishing stage because or when we see someone, we just assume they're a certain person and we want them. But a business would never hire someone just based on the application. But then they mm. go into the interview, the background, the the um, history, the um, the so all the steps is something correlated to it. And so like the background is getting to know a person's family and their upbringing and their story because guaranteed their story is going to play out in their relationship if they're not healed from it. So it just breaks it down as a business and as the steps and how so many people go from the application to the hiring process and they're missing all the steps in between to figure out who this person is before getting to know them. So it's a really in-depth, like a, a quick manual book for relationships and a guide. Um, I had some people read it. They're like, you need to do part two now that you're in the relationship. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll work on that. But no, it's a really good book. Like, um, I guess I'm biased because it's my work, but yeah, I guess I'm biased. But you would just have to uh, read it and see it and and, and tell me how you like it for yourself. I can vouch vouch for you. I've read both of your other books and they are amazing. Like that transition of a butterfly was a page turner. I was up. My kids is like, what are you doing? I'm like, shut up. Go to bed. (laughs) It was amazing. Your books are really good. And and, and the thing I love about your work, Sunia, is you're real. Like you bring things to real life. You know, yes, um, you have the the, uh, theory behind it and everything is is so like um, evidence-based and there's background to it, but it's also applicable. You know, it's things that, and, and I'm just going to say it, especially things that black and brown people can utilize. Yes. You know, it's stuff for us. And I love that. I love that about your work. So thank you for all that you, you are do. so welcome. I believe in being transparent. One of the things that um, I am is I'm an open book because I believe our stories are who it makes us who we are. And I believe in being relatable. You know, um, I would never talk about things that I don't know what I'm talking about or haven't experienced or, you know, I don't like to be the person that's just running my mouth and have no clue of what's going on. So if I'm talking yeah. about it, not only do I have book knowledge about it, but I've been in it. You know, um, people come to me and they say, you know, you're so strong. You're so confident. I'm like, hey, that wasn't always me. I was insecure. Mm-hmm. I was broken. I was a hot mess. You know, it took me in stages to get here. And so when I give information, I'm giving information from a place that I've been, from a place that I have come from. It's kind of like somebody moving into a city and you have already lived there. You telling them all the go to spots and, you know, the back streets. It's because I've been there before. So I'm giving you information based on experience because I don't want you to go down the same road that I went, you know, down if you don't have to. Because I believe knowledge is power. And when you get information, you get it to give. You become a blessing to bless. So each one teach yes. one. And that's really how I believe in life. You can learn from a five-year-old yes. if you're willing to learn. Yes. Every experience yes. is a learning Absolutely. experience. You just got to be open to it. Absolutely. Wow. You, are, you are definitely speaking our language. One of the things we love to say on Tuesday with Tamika is we lift while we climb. Yes. So it's all about taking people with you. You know, what's the point in, in going to the top and being lonely, you know? So Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being that, um, that, you know, paving the way for so many people for being such a positive example. Um, before we wrap up, um, one of the things that we like to do is we like to push people outside their comfort zone on Tuesday with Tamika. Mm. So our last, <laughs> our last question is, I want you to share 
an interesting fact about you. It could be something funny, something silly, something that you have never like maybe shared um, openly, something that you're comfortable with, um, with our listening audience to kind of give us a, a little bit more insight on who you truly Ooh, are. So I'm, I'm going to be um, vulnerable. So, you know, I choose Ooh, to be vulnerable okay. today. Um, one of the things, because I think somebody may need to hear this, because many times um, I had got braces because my teeth was a hot mess. And then I didn't wear my retainers. And so the top is kind of messed up. And mm-hmm. a lot of times I wouldn't want to do videos and do interviews and stuff because of my teeth. And I said, you know what the heck with it? I'm going to get them fixed. Don't worry about that. But at the end of the day, you know, so many times we're um, caught up on appearances and how we look. And that's the very thing for women that will hold you yeah. back. Oh, I'm not small enough. My hair is not this. My And it's like the like maybe a month ago, I hopped on uh, Instagram live and did a video for COVID-19. And I'm like, I wasn't dressed, no makeup, nothing, because I'm like, you know what? We have to get past appearance, because if yeah. there was an opportunity presented before you and you were worried about how you look and your teeth and this and that, you'll miss the opportunity. I don't even share this with people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so my teeth was like a huge issue. And it, it, it held me back. And I said, you know what, God, no more limits. I'm going full throttle. Oh, man. Wow. That's that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. I, you know, we, we got this thing that we got going on. Everybody that we asked that question to, they're like, I ain't never shared this. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate your vulnerability. I appreciate your transparency. And before we, you know, kind of let you go and we do our wrap up, Sania, I want you just to give some wisdom to our listening audience. Uh, just leave them with some some nuggets because you 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 come with so much. You're so full of wisdom. Uh, what is something that you would sh- uh, share with a girl, a woman that's struggling with insecurities? I, I like that, that we're, we're kind of leaving on that. And tell us something that you would share. I would share with you that we all have insecurities. The most the most powerful, influential women have insecurities. But the problem is not the insecurity. The problem is when we don't embrace our weaknesses. Everyone has strengths. Everyone has weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And when you know your weaknesses, you know how to make your weaknesses shine. Or you know how to make your your strengths overshine the weakness. And so don't focus on your insecurities of what you can't do. And another thing I think we do too much is compare ourselves. Oh, this person is doing this. This person is doing that. Be content with where you are. You know, be content with what God has for you, because I understand there's a million therapists in the world. And I always tell people this. It's not that they they're going to come to me because I'm a therapist, because there's nothing different about me, because there's so many different therapists that they can go to any therapist. The thing that keeps coming, people that they'll keep coming back to you are the reason why people you guys keep coming back to Tuesdays with Tamika is because the experience you're getting from that person. So never mind about what everybody else is doing. Be your own experience. Be your own uh, person. Learn to embrace your weaknesses and your flaws and be okay with you are who you are. Because Mm -hmm. I guarantee you this, nobody can be Sunia like Sunia. Believe that. Come on. Mic drop or whatever. (laughs) I love it. I love it. P, go ahead and take us out. I just think that's beautiful. Like, I think Dr. Seuss said it best. And he said, there's no, there's no one more youer than you. And so no matter what, as we compare ourselves and we struggle with our insecurities, no matter what, you bring something special to the table. You are honored. You are valuable. We pray that you surround yourself with like-minded individuals that 
lift you up as they climb, just as we intend to do here at 